You're listening to the Be Chic University podcast, and I am your host, Brittany Ball. On this show, we discuss all things millennial, but some of my favorite topics are money advice, career moves, productivity hacks, and managing a side hustle from five to nine when you have a nine to five. You can find me in the DFW, but I'm a Midwest girl born and raised. I went to school for music business and arts management, focusing on entrepreneurship and marketing. Catch these golden nuggets on the B-Chic University podcast as we dig into the millennial lifestyle with a hint of professional chic advice from yours truly. Tune in weekly for fresh content and check out my blog 24-7 for even more at bcheq.org. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, good people, and welcome back to the Be Chic University podcast. I am your host, Brittany Ball. And first, I just have to get this out of the way. We did not have an episode last week. And I do apologize as I do try to come out with the new episode every week, but the content was just not there. And I was doing a bit of restructuring for Be Chic. And so my focus was on something else. It was elsewhere. And I had to take a break from the podcast. I hope you all didn't miss me too much, but we are back with another episode. And yes, another episode about Black people, Black culture, Black everything as it relates to my life and how I'm celebrating it and appreciating it at this moment in time. No, this is not a response to the Black Lives Matter movement because I've always known that my Black life matters and those of my Black brothers and sisters here in the United States and across the world. But with this being so prevalent in media and so important in politics and the systems in which we operate, such as our workforces and the general public as well. This is something that is always on my mind and even more so because of the landscape of our country. So we're just going to talk about a few things that I want to draw attention to. What kind of started this topic for the episode was supporting Black businesses. That's something that has been a huge piece in media. And I've seen so many companies, brands, influencers share that they support Black people or support Black small Black businesses, large Black businesses, and providing directories of businesses that you can support and such. And so I actually outlined a few companies that I have been supporting recently, but also for a while now that I wanted to talk about and just share with you all. And then on top of that, with the release of Black is King by Beyonce coming out this weekend, I wanted to talk about my thoughts on that. And then lastly, just my own Black experience and how I've been embracing my culture and really exemplifying my Blackness every day. Um, Through my work, even though I am working remotely, I feel like I still exemplify and represent my people and just some other thoughts. So the first topic that we're going to jump into today is, of course, Black is King. I have to address that first. And although it came out on July 31st, I did not get a chance to watch until August 1st because we are a big basketball household over here. (laughs) So we watched quite a few games on Friday night before I was able to get over to Disney Plus and watch this new film. But it was all I was thinking about that night. And I tried my best to stay away from social media where people were talking about it and 
trying to avoid any of the spoilers, especially the images of Beyonce in her one of a million outfits, because I really wanted to see them for the first time outside of the trailer in its um, intended form through the film in the intended scene. So I stayed away from all of that, but I made sure to get out of bed and sneak off into the living room and watch this film before Nick even woke up for the day, which is like a big deal for me because I always sleep in and he's always up before me. But it was a lot of fun to watch and I definitely will watch it a few more times, but I wanted to get in my first watch before coming onto the podcast to kind of give an opinion. And yes, everyone has an opinion about this and everyone is talking about it, but I wanted to put in my little two cents as well. The first thing that I do want to acknowledge is the fashion. It was amazing and it is amazing to know that there are so many great black designers, African designers, and I'm not sure um, if it was like a mix of African-American and African designers, but it was amazing. And I just could not get over the fact, like I almost literally could not wrap my mind around the fact that there were so many outfit changes that Beyonce had. Like she spared no expense when it came to the budget and I was here for it and I loved every part of it. It was amazing to see it in action and kind of related to the storyline without giving the storyline away too much. I believe that there was a lot of thought and care taken into which outfit and what look and what it symbolized, you know, for each scene, each song. So that was really cool to witness. And, um, and the fact that, you know, every detail was definitely uh, thought through and really pondered on because there were literally two, three seconds of like a certain look, a whole scene in a particular, like a unique space in which it was at least eight characters in costume, including Beyonce with this like ridiculous outfit. And it was just like a few seconds. And so I really do appreciate what went into that. And I know that there are many micro economies that were affected by this film, which makes it all the more impactful because there was work and um, investment put into different areas around the globe, but then also with different companies in order to get this film done. Obviously, I had to get that out the way because it was the most standout-ish thing to me within the film was her wardrobe. But I also, of course, have to acknowledge the music, which has been out for a while now. But this was like a really good album that took Beyonce to another space um, with the genre that she's exploring, the features that she had, and the topics discussed. It was super impactful. And to be able to incorporate that into The Lion King, and then it also being taken away and separated from The Lion King and being its own piece celebrating Blackness was just genius in itself as well. And as it relates to even that piece with her 
musical work, this entire album, being able to be a standalone piece and extract it from the Lion King film and still generate its own content, its own film, its own topic, its own storyline was amazing to me. You know, I thought back to when we first found out who the cast would be for this live action, semi-live action version of The Lion King, which was years ago. And just thinking back to the mind of Beyonce and her team, what all went into, you know, this overall plan and it not necessarily being in line with the climate in the country. Um, We've definitely had some movements that have gone viral and hit the national news daily for whatever stretch of time because of terrible, terrible things that have happened to our people, um, such as police brutality and murder and uh, discrimination on extreme levels. Yes, that is something that we have been seeing time and time again in the last few years, but for it to be almost synced with what is going on is just impeccable timing, not to say that she's leveraging off of that, but it being so needed right now um, really really made me respect her even more for making this something that she wanted to bring light to, to the Black culture, to our heritage, going all the way back to Africa, and um, also celebrating African culture that's still alive and very vibrant and very relevant today, and as well as its impact on other areas of the world. I just thought that it was great for her to kind of see that overarching um, development within her own artistry and it aligning well with the global climate that we are in. For her to go from a lead actress, voice actress on a Disney film and being able to flip it into her own musical work and own visual work as well years later. It's just great, great branding and artistry and just um, and exemplifying, you know, the culture and being able to expand her own talent because of that was really cool. And obviously, it's very similar to what she did with the Coachella performance and being able to, I guess, get double duty out of it and create more content and more hype around that whole performance and entitling it homecoming and celebrating Black culture, particularly in the U.S. and Black colleges and all of that related to her music was really cool. So that's what I really appreciated from that. And there was so much um, symbolism and like really good lessons and good nuggets to learn from it. I don't want to get too deep into that because I am not the best in interpreting all of that stuff and interpreting it correctly. So I won't, but it is a great film to watch on Disney Plus. And just like the irony that blackness 
and Black culture is being celebrated on Disney Plus, a platform from the Disney Corporation founded by a racist man. (laughs) Just like let that sink in for a minute. I think that it's just amazing how um, we've come so far and Beyonce being one of those leaders and voices in the industry, but also just like in general, representing our culture and bringing light to the greatness that comes along with Blackness. So next, I also want to talk about Black brands and specifically Black brands that I am supporting because this has always been an important thing. And this has always been something that I strive to do even before it became a trend. And so today, I will just highlight a few companies that I am supporting, what they offer, and there will also be links within the show notes for this show about each brand. They'll go directly to their website. So the first one that I will shout out is Shop Lene, which is one of my best friends, Shop. (laughs) So it's not biased at all, but she sells body butters, lip balm. And most recently, she added hand sanitizer and surface disinfectants to her product line. Her stuff is so great. It's nice, thick shea butter, which is great for people who have dry skin, um, as I do, and many other people, I'm sure, who need that extra moisture from their um lotion or butter that you put on every day that provides long-term moisture and that's the key that's what I love about her products she gives great customer service and not just because I'm her friend so definitely check out shop Lene like I said it'll be in the show notes I also love the honey pot company and I have listened to a few interviews with the owner Beatrice who is just like a real down-to-earth awesome woman honestly And her products like really meet a need, especially for black women. And I just love using her feminine care products. So they are washes, wipes, uh, tampons, pads, and I'm sure a few other products as well. She's a pretty big name now because she is um, carried by Target, Walgreens, and some other national stores. But I just wanted to share that I love her brand as well and should definitely try it out if you're looking for something that is natural and effective for just daily feminine care um, as it relates to Black culture and just like celebrating um, Blackness and embracing your Blackness. I love her story. She said that she received the recipe for her original wash from her ancestor in a dream. And that just kind of shows like her connection to her roots and her appreciation for where she came from and being able to start a company, to build a company from the ground up from something that was given to her from past generations. I just think that's really awesome. So that's the Honey Pot Company. I also have been supporting just recently since being in quarantine, a plant company, a mail order plant company. So you order uh, the plant that you want online. They ship it to you in great condition. 
And then next thing you know, you're a plant mom or a plant dad. I love this company, Grounded, because they are black-owned. And then also they have some really cute plants that are in good condition all the time. My most recent plant that I took on was or is called the ZZ plant. And it actually derives from Africa. So I was like, look at me. And, you know, connecting with my roots <laughs> in Africa. So it was really cool to start supporting them. And I just have so many plants that are flourishing. One of my first plants that I received was my aloe vera and it is growing like crazy. The leaves are so long and they're really being weighed down by the aloe vera in the inside of the leaves because they are growing like crazy. This is a great company to support um, because they are still small, still fairly new but they sell out all the time. So I would recommend if you would like to buy plants from them to get added to their email list, follow them on social media because they do announce their restocks and you do want to order yourself within like the first 10 minutes that they are restocked and live on their website because they sell out very fast. I also started using black girl sunscreen because protecting our melanin you know, it's just as important, even if we do not sunburn, we do have the risk of sun damage to our skin and potential skin cancer if we are not keeping ourselves nice and protected from the sunscreen. And what I love about Black Girl Sunscreen is that it is accessible through Target as well. So it's a pretty well-known brand at this point, but also it pairs really well with makeup. You can put makeup on after wearing the sunscreen and there's no like white cast over your face or any type of like weird mixing or reaction because of the sunscreen and your makeup not being able to mix well. I would recommend putting the makeup on about 15 to 20 minutes after putting on the sunscreen, but it's great protection to have, especially in the summer months when you're not thinking anything about potential sun damage because you know, most of the year we don't have to worry about that. But in the summer, it's super critical to have that, at least on your face, neck, arms, and legs. And I've just really been loving it and feeling very responsible using my sunscreen. Um, I also found another beauty company that is more focused on like natural soaps and oils and stuff like that called LYL Beauty. And I found LYL Beauty on Beyonce's um, directory that came out on Juneteenth of Black businesses. And so I will link the beauty company that I shopped from, but also the directory on Beyonce's website, which is like the most thorough site that I've seen of them all. And they are pretty reputable. Like they're not a lot of like very small startup. There's nothing wrong with that, but they were like really good brands and this particular one I purchased some soap from and we love to use black soap but not necessarily shea moisture all the time and so we got this new black soap oatmeal lavender mix I believe and it's still kind of drying as black soap is but I like that it has those other ingredients that kind of helps with complexion and exfoliating the skin so Check them out if you're interested in like natural skincare like that as well. And the last person that I want to highlight is actually an influencer who I just fell in love with all of her lifestyle content. Hopefully I don't say her first name wrong, but it's 
Ujoma Kola, and she is an influencer who just talks about all kind of lifestyle things, you know, being an influencer, what it's like creating content for her channels, but also being a new mother and home decor. I love all her home decor stuff. I want to be like an interior designer like her one day, um, but our space is still kind of small for that. But she has really great content and I looked up on her page on Instagram and then started to follow everything like her YouTube channel, her blog. I signed up for her newsletter and she just has really great content for those who want to see what others are doing in the lifestyle spaces that I mentioned earlier. So those are the black brands that I'm currently supporting that I encourage you to support as well if you are interested in those products and I'll have those links in the show notes. And then lastly, I just wanted to talk about a few things about my own Black experience. I should preface this with it's clearly different for all of us, for my non-Black Americans that are listening. I don't want this to come off as like a representation of all of us, but we do have like stuff in common that as we all do in like different areas um, that keeps us, you know, united, but just to add some more perspective and a little bit of insight as to the Black experience, I thought I'd share a little bit of my own. And part of it where I kind of consider like part of my most recent Black experience is getting my locks put back into my um, hair. So last September, I cut off all of my locks and I wore a really short hairstyle. So I was still kind of in the natural gang, but not really because I colored my hair too and that still equals like processing your hair just as it does with the perm but I was in like a great space when I cut my hair I just wanted something different and I wanted to kind of look look different for my golden birthday it was my 26th birthday um but then after a few months, I realized, you know, my locks were kind of a part of my identity and not that they define me, but it was a part of my identity that I really love and really cherish, especially when I see other people with locks. I kind of feel like an affinity to them, um, like we have our own little sub community. And I just like the look that it gave me, especially when my hair was freshly retwisted. I like the look that I developed Um, in the last few years in growing out my locks. And so I knew that it was a possibility that I would want to revert my hairstyle. And so when I first got them cut, I knew that I was going to save them just in case that was the outcome. And it was. Um, I was encouraged to sell my hair because I could get so much money for how long they were. But I knew that that was kind of weird. I had a very personal connection to them. And so in May earlier this year, so it was only was that six, seven months? Um, No, a little bit longer than that. Seven, eight months with the short hair that I had to grow back out a little bit to get them reattached. I finally did that in May and I've been loving it, having my hair back. I've been exploring different hairstyles and really embracing um, my locks in a different way than I had before and definitely appreciating them more. And I just saw that a part of like me expressing my blackness because locks look best on my type of hair on black people hair honestly and I think that 
it just shows that I'm not scared to be who I am in the sense of me being a black woman. And I will carry that with me proudly everywhere I go through expression of my hair, especially being in corporate America. When someone meets me, I want them to know, hey, I'm a great professional at what I do, but I'm also a black woman and I'm not afraid to show it. So this is kind of my form of resistance during this time of like uh, attack of the black community, it feels like. Um, So that is a little bit about my own black experience recently and just embracing the fact that I might not be one of many people of color or black people in the spaces that I'm in, but I will confidently take up the space that I'm in and be a great representation because some people really won't come across too many others outside of their own race, outside of their own culture. And so I want to be the most positive representation that people receive and show that we're more alike than we are different and that's something that we should focus on but there is something that can be appreciated about all of us because of our culture and our background and you know who we are so that is my little roundup of information this week and my opinion on black is king black brands that are you know giving me life right now and my own black experience with my hair and just in life in general. I hope that you all have a great and safe week and I will see you next time on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Bishik University.